Hey guys, this week's episode of The Hate Journals is being brought to you by Traveling Triggers. Traveling Triggers is a company founded by advanced nurse practitioner Beth Keen. Traveling Triggers specializes in offering a great alternative to pain relief, and the best part is you never have to leave your home. Trigger point injections are used to break up muscle spasms, pain, and tightness by using numbing medications and anti-inflammatories. The results are immediate and can last up to four weeks. Now, me, myself, Black Mamba, I personally get trigger point injections every three weeks in my shoulder, and it relieves severe muscle pain that I get. And the great part is she has to come to me. So it's amazing. It's private. And it really is convenient. If you contact Beth at 775-830-4941 or email her at Beth at TravelingTriggers.com, right now she will give you a free phone consultation. You can also visit her website at TravelingTriggers.com to see her pricing options as well. And she's also there to answer any of your questions. Let this be a great alternative to your pain with Traveling Triggers. Now, let's start the show. Mm. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Hate Journals. Oh my God. We're back. We're back. We really haven't been gone. <laughs> so uh, I like what we did today. We had a little sesh. Yeah, nice dinner. Which I'm really into. You're one of my favorite people to hang out with in general anyways. Uh, but when I get to just like hang out, because, you know, COVID, life, we haven't been able to like solo dolo Well, and out. when we do this, it's business. It's bi- it, like, we're honestly, right to business. Honestly, we really are clocking off work. We are coming to the studio we are recording, and then we are heading home to our busy lives. That's it. I mean, me more just so heading downstairs. When you can honestly just hang out with a girlfriend, have dinner, have yeah. a couple glasses of wine, hang out, and then, like, relax and decompress, do your craft, and then go home. I find it uh, very rewarding. It is very rewarding, and, I mean, we're just... I'm just so lucky that we have that because it we at some point we did get into like business mode just because we are so busy. Oh yeah. Um, and we have so much going on, right? Like and obviously then COVID hit and just like that took away our ability to be able to go and do social things together. Oh. 100%. So it was like, yeah, let's just like kick it like old school, talk some shit, you know. I agree. Go down memory lane a little. Ugh. I'm fucking just that like... That was a nice little gander. That was fun. We were like on our Razor scooters Ooh, right down we memory like, lane. I had my overalls on. <laughs> One off the shoulder. I had my two bangs <laughs> glued together, but also blow dried. Right. If and anybody, had, yeah. whoever gets me on that was just, they'll just get it. You'll just get it. Yeah. And I had a, we had both had a blow pops and we were just like, let's do this. Oh yeah. Blow pops were yeah. good. And Fire. It, it's in these moments, that's when you're like, well, that's my best friend. Yeah. Well, that is. There she is. There she is. There your best friend. <laughs> and you want us now <laughs> hit her? That's yeah. me on my scooter. <laughs> yeah. Wind in my hair. Wind in the hair. How are you <sighs> doing overall? You know, overall, I, I'm good. Yeah. I gotta be honest, I was in a dark place last month. Yeah. A lot of overwhelmed feelings. Um, it was all work, because I'm loving how busy work is, is in the salon, you know, as many of you know, I'm a hairstylist. Um, 
And I know that there's a lot of like different things going on with that nationally. But here in old Nevada, shit is a popping off. Popping. And, uh. Because yeah. that's all that people can see is your hair and your eyes. Well, and people just want to feel good. So even if yes. they're not going anywhere. For me, I guess it's funny. I guess I got into a rut where I'm like, why are is everybody getting their hair done in an emergency? Like, where are you going? But it doesn't matter where you're going. The little things, especially as women and men alike, but I would say more women, physical things make us feel good. Getting our nails done, getting our toes done, getting our hair done. Yes. Those things make us feel good on a daily, regular basis. We're always in the mirror, even if you think you're not, you fucking are. Um, And so I finally got that because I just couldn't understand where the business was coming from. I was like, aren't people, like, fucking out of work and shit? Like... You'd think they'd be, like, doing French braids and shit. Yeah, but they're still, like, gotta get these, gotta get these highlights, gotta get these lowlights. Like, gotta get it done. It's just the little things. People are really grasping at straws. Not that I, I love my career. I find a lot of meaning behind it. Yeah. I've realized it's actually given me so much more meaning seeing truly how much the little things really do matter. Oh, absolutely. I, uh, 100% agree. I, I think I'm... I'm okay. I'm good. I was at a we- I had a weird week in the sense that obviously my job, I never know what's coming. Um, and I have a lot of humbling moments in my job. Um, but there are uh, there's obviously a downside to that in the sense that if someone is in a lot of need or a lot of pain, I am a very empathetic person. Mm-hmm. And so I tend to take that pain on in the sense that it human, I'm a human, and obviously I can't fix that for the person. Um, if I can, I will, but if I can't, I can't. Um, and that can be physically exhausting. Of course. It is mentally, but it is physically exhausting, and it does make me feel obviously very blessed. I am definitely in a new place where I'm just not arguing with anyone anymore. I'm not doing it. Um I think a couple things have happened this week that I've seen and it's really made me take, not that I didn't before, but really take stock now. Yes. Because I'm just not arguing. I'm just not arguing. I'm not going to fight. I'm not going to, I'm just not doing it. It's just not worth it. So yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely where I am at, but it's been a, it hasn't been an awful week. Uh, you know, it's fucking COVID season. Just trying to keep the head above water. That's it the- is a bummer, you guys. It is. I get it. And I, I hope everyone's giving themselves a break and not being too hard on themselves or their partners or their children. Yeah. Because truly, if you are not allowing your partner to get a break, and I mean it, I needed a break this week. I needed to not talk to anyone. I needed no one to touch me, to look at me. Like I, when I came home, I needed silence so that my brain could unpack what I had been seeing. And that wasn't anything personal, but I think it's just, there's been so much happening between COVID and just everything, just all of it, just all of it. Definitely. But I'm like, but I'm good, but I'm good. Well, the thing is too, as an empath, as you obviously are, I think a lot of things come on is like, you can be mentally strong in situations like this, but also absorb the feelings of others. Like, I know that we're going to get through this. 
I just know. It's actually mm-hmm. just the ways of the world. That is the way things I, work. I, it, it is. It will eventually end. It just will. It will. Like, nothing can go on forever. And I know, I don't want to call it weak-minded because that's not it. Because I know a lot of you out there are feeling just so frustrated and um, Get it. defeated. And I feel that. So, that's what I guess I mean by definitely I'm okay. But fuck if it's not exhausting. It is exhausting. It is absolutely exhausting. And it has exacerbated? Exacerbated? Exacerbated. I knew I was missing something there. You were so close. But it really has exacerbated a lot of things for people who had just underlying normal shit, right? Like the overwhelmness of life with kids. Which is like everyone. And work and school. Like the normal shit. That was hard, right? Just like hustling and bustling. And now all of a sudden you're like, you have to be whatever full-time worker you are, whatever your job title is. And now you're a teacher. That's fun if you have kids right. in school. Now you're also a counselor to <laughs> friends, probably family. a friend, family, partner. partner. <laughs> and um, these are many hats to wear. So I think one of the things I've been personally struggling with that I keep reminding myself is like finding that balance. Yes. Of like, am I drinking too much? Am I not drinking enough? I've, I've been there. Both of these thoughts. I bought, I've thought th- both of those things. I have thought both of these thoughts because I've gotten into such an intense work grind. I kept saying, like, no, don't do like the little things. I love cooking with a glass of wine. I love it. I think it's important. I, and I think it's important not to beat yourself up. Um, the other night, I, like, I had a cocktail every single night. I had three cocktails every single night this week. And yesterday came and I was like, am I like, am I just like, am I drinking too much? It wasn't that I was like, obviously stone, stone cold drunk or anything. But I'm a late bird anyways. You know that. I'm a night owl. Yes, I yes, love being up yes. late. My husband does not. He goes to bed at a fresh 8.39. Okay? He's cruising to bed at 8.39 o'clock. I could go to bed at 1 o'clock and go to go back to work at 6 a.m. Like, I'm fine with mm-hmm. that. Um, my brain works in the sense that it has to process what it has done that day. Yes. And then I have to then relax. So I have to unpack then relax. And that doesn't happen in three hours. You know what's so interesting you say that? I think that's one of the things Ian and I struggle with so much since having kids is because we are the exact same way. We are very much night owls always. I mean, not only just like service industry bread. Right. That's right. That is right. Anything. When I used to get off at one o'clock in the morning, I would easily stay at my bar or hang out, have a few drinks, cruise home around two, three. And that wasn't abnormal. It was decompression to its fullest to its and that's what people and again like you say i do not like i even to this day like sometimes we get wild but i still i can honestly say i don't like being drunk no i don't no i'm not drunk i love a smooth buzz a smooth buzz take that edge off baby that's it um but i do not like the feeling of being like thoroughly intoxicated i haven't been thoroughly intoxicated and i can't even remember the last time but will i have a nice sometimes buzz Absolutely. Totally. Now, has a strong buzz snuck up on me quickly, and I'm like, well, I should have some water. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But my husband's also from New York. He's from the East Coast, where shit shuts down at 11. We are from Nevada, where things are open 24 hours. So this is not weird to us. Go home and still drink until two. Yeah, but it's different when you are at a casino. Yeah partying, asking for shots, and a bartender's like, can I see your ID? You are actually interacting and paying taxes. Yeah. That's different from raging at a house party. And so, so I true. think that it's different. It's hard for you to, 
to go from doing that from 16 all the way to 28, 29, then getting married Absolutely. and then being like, well, I'm going to go to bed at 7 o'clock. Well, in full to that decompression mode, I realized that I've been telling myself, and I'm going to try this out, so I don't know if it's fully going to work, but a little bit of a lie. Meaning, like, I just kind of been telling myself for the past, since honestly I had my first son, that like, okay, now it's my duty. I need to be home by 6. We need to eat dinner at 7. Oh, that's stressful. Um, And the kids need to be down. <laughs> I need to be, I need to get a smooth right. 8 to 9 hours, even though I never feel refreshed. Ever. Literally I ever. actually feel more tired when I get 9 hours of sleep. It's funny. I'm, I'm getting that. And um, I just had dinner last night with a good girlfriend that I hadn't seen in forever. And she was shocked because I said, listen, I'm going to go pick up the kids. Uh, my husband, he's working late. He's doing a meeting. Let's just do dinner Wednesday. And I could tell she was a little thrown off because she also has two kids. Right. And um, I was going to get over there roughly 6.30, 6.45, which is late when you have young children. There's no doubt about it. Right. Sure. Starting yes. dinner at that point. Right. Because right? that's kind of when you're wrapping up, maybe thinking about bath time. I get it. But one of the things I do love about my husband's like European side is they never negate the family and decompression time. Yes for their work day we as americans i don't know if it's this weird grind we've gotten used to where it's like well now i got i mean sometimes if you're fucking tired at eight bitch go lay down okay lay down that's fine but one of the things i'm really trying to quit in my life is this false narrative that i need to be home at a certain time and i don't mean whiling out but if i want to go see a friend because let's be honest weekends when the parents are off and you're off like it is gobbled up by like family time at this young stage right so if i want to have dinner with friends we should be able to dine until 9 30 even with our kids and it not be this fucking wild disruption like what who told us that it's anxiety i think it's anxiety told us that i do you know what i'm saying yes can i tell you where it comes from so i think it's a mountain of anxiety so Mm -hmm. i think it's little things over time so right they start out with starts out with um you know your parents when you get to college and you're like you're partying a lot and your parents are like they think you're partying too much and they're like well, you know, they say it's it's not healthy. You have to get eight hours of sleep a night or else it makes you more susceptible to cancer. It makes you more susceptible to high that blood grades. pressure. You're going to get your brain. It, if they prove it, that your brain cannot recharge in less than seven hours. Right. And then they come out with all these studies and we, everyone's reading all these studies and they're reading all these things. And everyone's trying to jump through these life hoops. Right to nail it in life, like yeah. gotta be gotta be home at a certain time. They say it's not great to wake up with the blinds shut. They say it's not great to sleep on your back. They say it's yeah. you gotta drink eight glasses of water. They say you can't consume more than two glasses of alcohol a day, or else you're an alcoholic. You can't. It's like I okay, swear. or yes, how about all this? All of these things. How about do what makes you feel right, so long as it is not impeding on your life. Your partner is not unhappy. You're not violently raging against your children. Like, if I want to have, like, this, you know, I, one thing that I loved, I remember when Keek turned 12. I was so excited. And Bill couldn't get it. He's like, why are you so excited? I said, because legally, legally, we can leave her home. Yeah. There is nothing like having a drag a kid everywhere, right? All of the time. I mean, sometimes you just want to go out as a couple to go get ice cream. Like, sometimes Bill and I would just want to go get ice cream. She would be taking a nap, 
And I'd be like, fucking just go and I'll stay and then bring yeah. it back. Like, yeah. fuck. Totally. And I remember the weekend she turned 12, I we sat her down and we said, okay, we got how we, we actually got and hooked up a house line. When was the last time you heard that? But we hooked it up because she was not old enough. I didn't feel she was, it was appropriate for her to have a cell phone, but she also wasn't a baby, you know? So she knew how to dial, she needs to know how to dial 911 or help. So we had the house phone and we said, okay, now you're at the legal age. We can legally leave you home alone. You have dogs. We live in a great neighborhood. There's a phone. If you need us, call us. And we started with really short trips. Totally. We would both go to the store really fast to go like pick up four items. We'd both go to get frozen yogurt and bring her back. We bring her back some. We'd both go do something together, but it was quick. And over time, I mean, obviously her anxiety level was high, so we got like a thousand phone calls. But over time, she gained enough confidence that she was like, dude, bye. Like, bye. I'm good. Leave. I'm so excited to see you fuckers go. Yeah. You know, now she's like, yeah. Ugh, just bring me back Taco Bell, would you? Please, thanks. Yeah. You know, now we're like errand boys for her. So the next stage will be like, you know, her getting her driver's license. Snack but bitch. It was again, like a snack bitch again. Way. Yeah. But it was like, you get, you convince yourself of all of these things. But truthfully, again, one of the upsides of my job is... You see things that really remind you that life is so incredibly short. Yeah. And in that short time, a lot of fucked up shit can happen, man. A lot of fucked up shit can go wrong, bro. Like, a lot. Dude, I see the rarest of the rares. I see the shit that you don't hear about, that you can't even imagine your brain to think about. The saddest of the saddest I am looking at every day. And it is a great reminder to just do what fucking makes you happy. Stop arguing yeah. about small shit. It doesn't fucking matter why the socks are on the fucking floor. Pick up the fucking sock, bro. Who cares? Well, like, like, I get the it. Kids do not need to go to bed by eight. Who cares if they go to bed by eight? Like, Cameron, Kika's been sleeping. I swear. Every day. So, girls, when they're on their period, guys, don't understand this. You are very tired. Oh my god, I remember those days. They were You're exhausted. so hard. They're so hard. You just are so tired. And for no, you don't even know why. So she's staying up now, obviously. She's got a little boyfriend. They're texting up to like 1 and 2 in the morning, I'm sure later. And then she sleeps all day. It's like waking up at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. That's what teenagers do. And at some point, Bill was just like, I mean, she's sleeping all day. I was like, dude, first of all, we're in a pandemic. This is something... That even as children, we didn't have to deal with, right? We didn't have to deal with this shit. Oh, my God. I couldn't imagine. She is going into her sophomore year in high school. The time where she should be excited, right? Those those titties blossomed, right? That <laughs> that acne cleared, baby. Like, you are you are clanging and blanging. Baby. <laughs> baby. I mean, she is a little hottie my body, too. It's and, you know, it's nuts. like, that's like owning, that's like owning a Maserati, but you ain't got nowhere to take it. Like, you have no gas. Like, bitch, what? I was going to say, Maserati, no tires. <laughs> <laughs> got the frame. Like, got the frame. Got the motor. It's ready to go. <laughs> it's ready. It's ready. Oh, wait. Hubcaps. <laughs> That's it. No tires. No tires. And you're telling people about the Maz. You're like, I got a Maserati. And people know about the Maz. They're They've asking seen. about the Maz. They've seen pictures on Instagram about the Maz. They know about the Maserati. They're like, how can we... <laughs> it's, well, it's only waist up. It's only... <laughs> 
<laughs> we feel that. So she is a Maserati. Like she like is, you've you seen her. She is a hottie babati. Listen, and so wild. now you can't take the Maserati out on the town. That's what you're telling me. I worked all summer. Braces off. Boom. Check. Body butted. Check. Acne gone. Check. Hair. Crisp. Check. Okay? Long, healthy. Long, neck. healthy. Best it's ever going to look in my Ready life. Ready for whipping around a house party. Ready to whip in a bitch's face at a moment's notice. But your parents aren't leaving because no one's going on vacation. No, <laughs> no one's ever no leaving. No one's shitty parents are leaving their teenagers. <laughs> no one's ever leaving. There's no house parties. This has to be the one time in history that there has been no house parties at all in a summertime. Oh. Are you kidding me? Like, I first thought when it first happened, like in March... I remember telling her, I go, Parks are closed. This is the Can't dream. Yeah. Like, to be out of school in March? I was thinking that. Bitch, what? You better fucking clank these heels together. Yeah. And thank your lucky stars. And then they were like, oh, joke's on you guys. Everything shut down. So yeah. now you can't go to the park. You can't see your homies. You can talk on the phone. You can FaceTime all you want. Oh, you mean like physically in person? That's a hard no. Well, and then it got political, right? So right. the parents had to like gang gang up, meaning like right. the people who doubled down on either side doubled, doubled down. Doubled down. So then like hardcore liberal parents weren't letting you hang out with those fucking, fucking conservative ass scandemic motherfuckers. Right. right? <laughs> like, and I feel that. I right. feel that. And so meanwhile, you have these little kids caught in the middle. Who are, like, sneaking out and shit and still being asymptomatic motherfuckers. Right. They're just trying to see a vagina, maybe the tip of a penis. That's it. They've heard about it. Haven't seen one. normal stuff. Just normal shit. And meanwhile, you're wearing a crop top, nowhere to go. I'll tell you, as a girl, that's rough. nothing worse than wearing a crop top. I've gotten dressed. I put on makeup. There's nothing worse. If I got dressed, I remember there was one time I got dressed. I had a girlfriend who was super fucking flaky all the time. And she'd be like, dude, we're going out tonight? I'd be like, yeah, let's, like, get it. And I would get fucking dressed. I'd do my makeup for an hour, my hair. And then sh- I'd be like 10, 10, 30, 11. Like, bro, where are you? And she'd be like, dude, I'm fucking coming. And it would be like one in the morning. And I'd be like, are you out of your fucking mind? I'm not. But like this beat, this face is beat so well. And it got wasted. All of this got wasted it's on hurtful. no one. It's hurtful. So like, I get it. So if you want to sleep, for 15 fucking straight hours while you're on your fucking period and you want me to make you mac and cheese with fucking sautéed fucking onions and fucking crisp chicken that I made from the night before that's been sitting in all its good juices at midnight because I'm still up drinking because I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in our lives, okay? While you're upstairs supposed to be sleeping and you come down, like, we're going to do it. That's okay. Pull up a chair. So her and I have been doing that. Like, on the weekends, we just, like, there's no rules. Just, like, come down. We'll kick it. If you feel like you want to talk. Yeah. And you're, at that age, if she's willing to talk at any age, I'm, like, down. Like, I'm down to clown. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, I'm still obviously her parent, and I'm going to parent her. But, yeah, it's been fun watching her get older in the sense that we, it's caused us to all bond more. We were always bonded, but it's caused her to talk to us more than she probably would have as a 15-year-old. But we definitely are no, working on her sure. burns. On the grind, right? Yeah. Because you guys would have been like, you would have plan- been planning some fun stuff. Yeah. You guys would have been burned out from the week. She would have been burned out from the week, that's right? It. She want- only wants to talk to her friends. That's because it. that's totally normal and natural. Nobody needs to be taking that fucking personally. At all. And then, but now, like, you're chilling. And you're chilling. you do. And if you are a good parent, you are connecting. And one of the things that this has made me really understand is, like... I- 
I just don't understand why we put all of these like really weird circumferences around ourselves. It's not important. It's just not. It's like, so getting not important. To bed is not that important. I last night I got out to dinner. I got my kids home at nine thirty, which seems crazy because I have a six month old and a three and a half year old. Does it? Because what kind of organized Those chaos are they in? Motherfuckers woke up at five a.m. Yep. Like they, like they had a full-time job. They were like, let's do this. Yeah. Want to go to the lake? Clocked in. Yeah. Let's slam and some brewskis. I thought brewskis. to myself, I laughed. I was super annoyed, but I laughed and I was like, the fucking lies we tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. The fucking lies. I kept telling myself, I can't go to dinner during the week because all oh, work is going to be so hard the next day. It's so, it's so fucking hard. It's actually, actually better. Actually, work fucking sucks no matter what. Doesn't matter and what I'm time it is. And I'm passionate about my fucking career. I love career. my job. I love my job. And you know what it does? It sucks so much more dick when I only went to the job before and then I went to fucking bed and then I woke up to do that. But you know what was nice? is Last night I had a wonderful dinner with my girlfriend. Our kids ran around. Keen was wore the fuck out. I looked at him and I said, hey, bud, it's time to go. And he said, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely your child. Oh, he's 100%. Yeah. Like, I will drag him out of any fun situation. Yeah. And I was like, Listen, if you're not a dick right now, I will bring you back. Yeah. He said, you know what? Fair arrangement. Fair is fair. Fair is fair. Fair is fair. And he got his shit together and we got in the car and he just like hummed the way home. Like you could tell he was so satisfied by his evening. And I thought, I'm feeling the same way. Yet we deny ourselves these things. And again, we can even bring it back to like drinking or I mean, fairly just drinking. You probably shouldn't be doing much else. <laughs> yeah. But, like, even with, like, the couple glasses of wine at night, we all find ourselves, like, judging ourselves. I was just talking to a new client. She's wonderful. And she was saying, you know, she moved away from her family. She had a child with her boyfriend. Um, they're very serious. They just were both on their second major relationships. And they thought, you know, maybe not rushing into marriage or legalities, if you will. And she was like, yeah, during this, I went through a really hard time. And I was drinking a lot. And I always like to unpack that because I'm like, what's drinking a lot to you? <laughs> and I'm dead ass. And she was Seriously. like, well, I was having like two glasses of wine a night. And it was like within two days that bottle was gone. And I was like, sometimes I can drink a bottle I could drink a bottle in one, like, I could smash that bitch in, depending on the level of emotion. Well, it's funny. And again, it could be, I could be super happy well, or I super sad. Her, I said, were you, did you feel like you weren't like taking care of your family? She goes, no, I'm a very productive stay at home mom. I just, I was feeling weird about it. And I was like, that's so fucked up because in other mm-hmm. countries, you know, a bottle of wine on the table is, is like a normal craft of water. It's just, it. We do these things. We invented these things to enjoy. And I know that some people's brain chemistry and chemistry in general is different. And you will take it to the level where it's Obviously, not an enjoyment. Right, right. Much like people with food. Much like with people anything. with, you know, maybe negative thought. Or fucking, like, looks. You could even go too far in the paint. Like, you ever know somebody who just can't skip the gym? Ugh. It's like the person who can't skip Bible study. You're like, like come on. my ass. Like, you're not fun to go to dinner with. You're yeah, not fun to yeah, fucking hang out yeah. with. Because I mean, you're ordering fuck. fajitas, no tortillas. You're drinking ice water while I'm drinking a marg. And just it's not like I need somebody to like gang gang, but I need somebody to gang gang. Like if you're just sitting there the whole time counting the hours down to get your macros in and you're fucking eight. Like, get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. What is your life Don't about? Don't care. I am so 
driven by emotion and meaning and value. One of the reasons why I'm, I've always enjoyed therapy and self-help and like consciousness. But one of the guys that I love, I love Tony Robbins. I fucking love him. Yeah. There's some of them that you get like life coach style people where you're like, give me a fucking break. Right. It sounds scammy. Sounds gimmicky. It is. You can tell off rip. Off rip. I'm like, you're trying to level up on me leveling up. But that in itself is like a get. Mm -hmm. Like it's a rat race. Yep. Yep. And I don't appreciate it. I, too, believe I love listening to Tony Robbins because he's got it. Like, the gift is giving. When you give unto others, and that is why some of these cultures who are immersed in family and friends, because I was shocked when I went over to Europe and really got to immerse myself, specifically in Spain. I always thought that because they stayed up late, this is so fucking American, so shame on me. I also didn't finish college. Um, I'll state that. I always thought because they stayed up so late, like legit, they start dinner around 10, you know, yeah, late, and like Italians, they, very much like Italians. Oh yeah. And they mm-hmm. finish wrap up around midnight mm-hmm. and probably dial it back around one to two, mm-hmm. probably cruising to bed. I would say probably smooth 2 a.m. Regardless of age, maybe the yeah, older, older that's ones how I was raised. go around midnight. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm talking, I'm not talking like fifties. I'm talking like seventies, eighties, nineties. They're all there. And I remember I asked, and I, they're very Spanish. Like, I have a hard time communicating with my husband's family, but I did ask Javier, his cousin, who can understand me. I was like, you work at 8 a.m.? And he was like, yeah. He looked at me like I was a fucking moron, which I right. was. was. I was like, ignorant. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I work, you know, 8 to 5. And I just thought, and I said, and you stay up this late? And he goes, you know, maybe not like the 2 a.m.s all night, but... But, yeah, this is what we do. Because this is so important. Yes. Because this is so important. This is so this important. Is so, I go to this all day to, to do create this. a living to do this. And we are missing that. We're missing. Everyone is Everyone is so yeah. worried about I, I was getting shocked. that check, getting that I'm money. I'm so dumb. I like, thought that they went to work. I swear to God. I thought all of them went to work at, like, 10, 11. I swear. I so really growing thought up in the, Italian like, the household, world just shifted. Like, you were like, the bucket. Oh, oh. I just thought it, like, pivoted a little, right? Like, a we work eight to five and then we party five to nine. Right. And you thought it just like the time frame uh, moved. Totally. I and it doesn't. They still work eight to fucking five. That's it. And they just immerse themselves in friends and family for the rest of the, the time. The most important thing. Yeah. When I was a kid, it, so Italians, if you've ever had a traditional Italian meal, it is very different. And it's not like, so if you go to a restaurant, let's start at a restaurant, right? You have an appetizer, an entree, dessert, right? Mm-hmm. And then if you go to someone's home, maybe you have a little appetizer, a little something, but you mainly are waiting for the main meal, maybe a side salad with the meal, and maybe dessert. Okay, no. Italians start at around 7 p.m., 8 they will just so let's say uh, let's we'll use something traditional meatballs and spaghetti, veal meatballs and spaghetti. My nana would do pork, so she'd cook the pork, and that's the so- sauce would be like a pork sauce. Yeah, Same. that is served first. So she would get a bowl and put all the pork in there with the sauce, 
and the fresh bread that she'd made. That was just starting off. Just, we haven't even gotten, this is like just letting you know, like cleanse a palate, bitch, shit's gonna get real. Like this is just oh, yeah. getting in the door, okay? Then we would get up as children, go and play, while my parents and all of our family members play cards, okay? Then Nana would be like, all right, no more cards. Get the cards off the table. She'd clean it off. And then it was salad time. We'd come back, have a little salad with a little Italian vinaigrette always made from home, from scratch, a little Parmesan, always hot peppers. Then after the salad, she'd bring out the meatballs separately again. Yeah. You'd enjoy those meatballs. Then she would bring out the spaghetti and the meatballs. Yeah. Then she would bring out, they'd bring like a, it's like you do your little coffee, and then she'd bring, by the time you got done with dinner, it was 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night. Like, yep. it was late. Yeah. So it was not weird to me. For Bill, it is so weird to him. He's always like, because they, I think because they're northern, my grandparents were Sicilian, so they operate, and when I went to Italy myself and spent time there, it is very different. But they do things a little bit different in the sense that they go a little bit earlier and finish earlier. Whereas this, they were just going late. And that was normal, normal, normal. Spaniards. It was normal to be up late. My oh, parents yeah. were always up late. We were up late. Oh, yeah. And my parents, I want to be very clear, neither one of them, not ever in my life, at least my mom until I was maybe four, but most of my childhood, Neither one of them worked in the service industry. So they did not work casino work late at night. They had normal nine to five jobs. But when I tell you, I it is normal for me. I cannot go to bed. Bill knows. He tried. He used to tell me. It used to bother him. I don't understand. You go to bed at midnight and you're up at six in the morning, seven in the morning. How? How are you like awake, alert, going to work? And so I said, it started making me feel guilty. So I started being like, I was doing the thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, all right, Mamba, this is it. Okay, tonight we're going to get in bed. We're going to brush our teeth. We're going to floss. We're going to brush our teeth, wash our face, do our hair and skin routine. Done by 7.30. Then we're going to be in bed watching a nice show. Nothing to get the old brain stimulated, so said the article. Then we're going to slowly drift to sleep by 9 o'clock. I would do that, and when I tell you I would wake up at 3 o'clock, cleaning wide a fucking wake. my body was like bitch what are we doing you know it's funny oh get up and clean something because we're supposed to be at work right now and i'm like no bitch lay back down she was like no ho get up and clean aren't there some baseboards i was like bitch lay back down like we have at least three more fucking hours in bed this is what you look forward to you wake up and you want more sleep no my body was like bitch if you don't get out of this because my body doesn't want that my body is used to thank god i'm married to someone it doesn't bother him so I try to make sure that when I do come to bed, I'm very respectful. Oh, totally. So I do do my face routine and like my whole routine during the time when he's still awake. And then when I come to bed, I just go to bed. Yeah. Because I don't want to bother him because that is rude. And I also even did go to the, the further extent to make sure that we had a bed and a mattress that didn't creak when I got in. But even the dogs know. They go to sleep with him. And then when I wake, when I go inside, they look up and then they move on. But like, yeah. I feel like you tell yourselves these things to make yourselves feel guilty. To It's like trying to win a competition. Like, like what are about, you winning? About who you really are. Right. I know. I, I, especially since becoming a mom, I'm like, I can't do weeknight dinners with friends. It's I'm a like, weird thing like, to say. 
That's insane. That's insane. That's insane. But why? And finally, I've just been like, with this whole COVID thing and like my whole work schedule thing, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck that. Fuck Fuck it. it. Fuck it. Do whatever the fuck I want. Literally, if I want to go to bed, I'll go to bed. If I want to stay the fuck up, I'll stay the fuck. If I want to be tired at work tomorrow, as an adult, that is my choice. Yeah. If I want to be tired, cranky, yeah. whatever it is, yeah, that is my choice. Yeah. I don't know. I just I and it's funny you mentioned the meal thing. It's it's so American, and I don't. I love being an American. I just want to say that. Like I know there's a lot of shade going on. I know we'll get past this. Um, I really think of myself as like a true patriot. I have to say that. Of course we love. I love America. I love this fucking country. I've traveled all over, and every time I get here. It's t- typically LAX. It's like a it's like a dysfunctional family. I'm You're just like, like fuck. They're fucking oh, got those redneck cousins. Wanna, like, kiss them right on the mouth. Oh, like, I don't kiss know if a I dad go right that. on the mouth. It's I don't upsetting. Know if I go that Sometimes far. you're like, is it inappropriate? I don't know. Yeah, but it's comfort. Was it too long? You know. Totally. Yeah. But I will say, like in Spain, one of the things like I'm just picking up these little nuggets from these cultures. Specifically, it's amazing. Like having my husband so immersed there, so yeah. I can. When you sit down, it's exactly what you said. Spaniards and Italians are, I mean, Ian, it's actually amazing when we go to Italy. He can almost understand everything uh-huh. they're saying in Italian because the languages are actually so, so similar. similar. Yeah. Yep. Long story short, you sit down at 7 and dinner is not over until 11. And that is verbatim. It is mm-hmm. s- dinner served from a smooth 7 to 9. Food. on Food. Constantly. Non-stop. In exactly the way Black Mama described, you know, they put a, a plate down, you eat that plate, they take it, you put another plate down, you eat that plate, they take it, a fresh salad, you know, maybe a mixer, and then maybe a little bit of a, they don't have like our American like entree. It's not like just bam, like right. the whole thing is like a lot of what we would probably consider appetizers, but they're not. They're all small entrees like how your stomach probably wants to process food well and that's why they look the way they look exactly and then at the very end of it it's fantastic you sip a nice coffee around 11 30 oh, then you have a nice glass of wine yes, or some sherry and then you finish the chatting oh. and and then by that time there's just this calm there's a calm yes and everybody is satisfied and tired and by then now you're sleepy you're feeling good about it it's one yes you know whoever smokes is gonna smoke and then you're gonna go home and brush your teeth and the kids are ready to go down because they can't keep their eyes open anymore so you're not fighting this silly fight that you've told yourself about like why else do you think i was just thinking this the other day with kane it fucking blows because he's a kid and i'm trying to do the right thing but every day it's a fucking fight Every night, I'm like, bro, you gotta go to bed. And honestly, it's because I want him to go to bed. Right. Mama's checked out, clocking right. out. I need you to be in your bed. But I just think it's so fascinating because when you truly, and I know every parent who's listening to this has been through it. I know you've been through it with Keek. When a child is tired, it's a magical thing because they actually grab their blanket oh. and lay the fuck down. Oh. They snuggle up and they close their eyes. And I'm not it saying we should so let ch- children while out because I know it is proven the routine and the consistency really helps them, like, flourish for sure. But I just think it's so magical because when you're over there in these different cultures, specifically the European ones we're talking about, um, even – and I actually did find this a lot in South America too. The kids were just up and, and with them, and I'm just I'm imagining the comfort that they feel when they're, like, a part of it. 
and they're, you're not just like chastising them like they have to go to bed and then I have to go to bed and then I have to put my fucking face mask on so I don't look like I'm fucking 80. Like we have all these things and I'm just like, man, what are we missing? We are, can I tell you, so I was just having this conversation this morning. So one of the things that I loved about growing up like that and that's very much how Keek is, she, I never told her she has to go to bed but she does have to go to her room to be confined yes. because I, do exp- I did explain to her when she was little I don't care if you go go to sleep or not. I don't care. You're the one who has to get up and go to school in the morning. And you are getting up and going to school because I have to get up and go to work. So I don't care when you go to sleep. I used to tell her that all the time. I am definitely that parent in the sense that I'm not going to force a child. I didn't. I remember what it felt like when I was a kid. I loved, I loved, 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 loved those times because... I, when, when all of our family was around and we were eating and we were having all this good and we were up late, blah, blah, blah. When I was tired, I literally would go in my room and just go to sleep. Yeah. I would just go and lay down because yeah. I was exhausted from all the fun, from party rocking, right? When my parents got divorced, my mom was very like rigid, like you have to be to bed at this time, you have to be in your room, d- d- homework at this time, eating and stuff, da, da, da. With, and I remember that feeling. I did not like that feeling. Same. Because I remember thinking, how are you going to fucking tell me that I'm not, that I'm supposed to be fucking tired tired because you say I'm tired. Yes. And I remember actually going into my room and writing this down because I'd be so fucking angry about it. And I'm listening to you up until midnight. I'm not fucking tired yet. Like, I don't know what to tell you, lady. Okay. I don't know what to fucking tell you, but here's some fast facts. Here's some fast facts, ma'am. Okay, it's I'm so not, funny, which and is also, why we're friends like that. I remember my mom making me sit at the table one time, two days in a row, the same dinner. She was like, "You're gonna eat it." I was like, "Dude, I'm not hungry." She was like, "You're gonna eat it." I was like, "Not hungry." Like, I don't know what to tell you. You want me to eat this food, and I'm telling you, I am not fucking hungry. Okay, I don't know what to tell you. There's four other human beings here. They're eating it. They're loving it. I think it's great. It's great food. I'm not, it's not about your food. It's not you. It's not you. It's me. I am not hungry, ma'am. Yeah. And my mom was like, you will fucking eat this food. And I remember hating her that yeah. day. Yeah. Like I remember her going, I can remember hearing her in the back, in the kitchen crying. And I remember it, sitting in that fucking living room and, or in that dining room eating that, looking at that food being like, I will fucking, my skin will burn off my body before now I will eat it. Because now we're at a we're at a we're at a fucking standstill here, and totally. I remember my dad coming in just being like, "Bro, please, just eat the fucking food," and I was like, "You eat it. If you want this food gone so bad, gobble it up and tell her you ate it. Tell her that I ate it. Tell her whatever you need to." But this is my line in the sand. I'm not doing something I don't want to do, Dad. Like you're not getting that for me. Even at like seven, I got that. So when I got Keek, when I was blessed enough to have her in my life, I said I'll never do that to her. If she tells me, so I remember there was a few times where I'd come home from from work, 12-hour shift, exhausted, yeah. right? She was old enough. She wasn't a baby anymore. She was old enough to understand hard work. She was understanding 12-hour shifts. She was able to get it. And I will never forget, I made pork chops, macaroni and cheese, beautiful fucking salad, like, fresh bread. I put it down. She looked at me in the face and said, I don't like pork chops. I'm not eating it. And Bill, looking nervous, like two women are going to just start to fight, like a little girl and a woman are going to just go at it, got nervous and said, let's just eat the mac and cheese then. And I said, oh no. And I grabbed her plate and I wrapped it up and I said, I'll just eat it tomorrow for lunch. 
but here's the gig. And I sat down and I looked at her and I looked at him and I said, I'm done cooking dinner for you people. I'm done. You're old enough now to know what you want. You're old enough now to cook for her. Right? We all know what time you it is, know. motherfuckers. Right? Yeah. I, we're all at a standstill here, right? Why should I be unhappy and you unhappy, right? I work 12 hours. I'm slaving in this kitchen thinking I'm making you happy. Turns out you ate pork chops. And I'm also not going to be on your level because you are still a child and ask you like I'm a short order cook what you'd like to eat. So how about we do this instead? This dude could be your cook. I'll come home, enjoy a cocktail, get undressed, relax. Maybe then we'll all reconvene <laughs> in the living room. Maybe I'll eat. Maybe I won't. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And then we're like, gang, gang, right? Yeah. Once we got on that level, we operate like a fine... And it's weird to some people when they're like... I'm like, I don't do their laundry. They do their... Everyone does everyone. Everyone in this house does their own laundry. And they're like... I said, because why shouldn't we all live our best lives? So we've been taught the mom should do the laundry. The mom should cook. The kids have to go to bed at eight. The husband has to do this. He has to do that. No, yeah. you don't. You don't yeah. do any of those things. How no. about instead, we all do what makes us happy. Yo, homegirl, you want to stay up till midnight? Cool, you still going to school at nine. Still got to be up at six. If I want to stay up till one, is Bill like my dad? Is he like, oh, excuse me, um, oh, hey, it's past your bedtime. Don't you have to work in the morning? You have a big report. You got to report to your boss. Yeah. No, dude, I'm an adult. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. I'm a fucking adult. And you know one of the things, my thing isn't so much with the exact dinner. It's the specific things I remember. Um... And it comes from when you, some of it comes from when you grow up with less money. I do believe that. People get weird with food, food security. Yes, yes. They want their kids eating because it's really all they have. Right. And I remember my and how parents they, a lot of would make, show love. Yeah, yeah, they would make uh, mushrooms specifically. I have just now, just now started to get the mushroom game. And they have to be prepared a very specific way. Very specific. But I remember... My parents being like, you have to fucking eat these. And it would be different if I was one of those kids, maybe, who, like, wouldn't eat. Picky. But mama was, like, a little chunky monkey. Like, right. I was like, give it to me. Like, <laughs> gobble, 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 fine. gobble, gobble. And me and my husband are leveling with this right now. Because if my kid genuinely tries it, right? And one thing I love about boys is you put something down, they shovel it. And then if they love it, it out. goes down. If they don't, it's out. Right. Like, but, and I'm like, why the fuck would I force you to eat something? You don't like. You don't That's like. Weird. That's a weird thought. And I don't blame my parents for that mentality, but I remember sitting there and they would be like, you have to eat all of this. And I was like. That's an insane thought. Why? But why? Because as an adult, I don't I'm look at you. I'm eating all the rest of the shit. These things just suck dick. Like. But, yeah. <laughs> but like as an adult, right? I don't ever look at you and go. All right, AP, if you don't eat that, we're not friends and you can't get up from this table. You'd be like, what are you talking about, bitch? I'm leaving right now. Why do we do that then to children? They have feelings, they have thoughts, and they have No, I'm down for the try it thing. And me and Kane, Oh, I don't even do the try it thing. Oh, I do. I tell Kane, I'm like, dude, we just try it. How do you know you don't like it? Kid hates, I've never met a fucking kid, hates mashed potatoes. So weird. Texture dude. Texture dude. Hates rice. Yeah. Like, can't have it in his mouth. Like, scrapes his tongue. Like, like it attitude. freaks him the fuck out. That's it's so, so wild. I know. Fucks Ian up. <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> and he's always like, well, you're right. I'm like, he hates it. Why are you making him Why? eat something 
that he Why? hates. Or how about this homeboy? Stop buying it. So what I started doing Motherfucker was... Motherfucker loves broccoli. I started... He eats little trees. <laughs> he eats little trees. Little trees. You he loves like it. He feels like a giant. He feels like a giant. I'm on the same wavelength as him. Dude, I, I get it. do not... Here's the thing. Here's where it gets fun. They don't like it. They don't like it. They don't like it. I don't make her. I don't make her eat it. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like the look of it. Don't eat it. Don't eat it. I don't care. So, for instance, now, because she's getting older, she told me the other day, I said, uh, you guys, I don't feel like cooking. Who feels like cooking? And everyone said no one. I said, and we got a day off. I personally could do a nacho Belgrande. day. That's a me thing. Dad, what are we feeling? He goes, I could fuck some tacos up. I said, okay, so we're gang gang. And we're the ones paying. Are you in? And she said to me, I hate Taco Bell. I said, cool. So we're going to get ta- nachos, and he's going to get tacos, and then you can get what's in that fridge. Yeah. And then she said to me, okay, well, I'll take a um, gordita wrap. I was like, see how fast that changed? <laughs> see how fast that changed? See, you're an adult now, and you get that, like, you may not be thrilled, but there is always something on somewhere on some menu yeah. that you can still yes. eat. We are not about to. I was like, your dad and I are not about to drive around town yeah. to get you a special, like, we are limousine driver, like, we are Uber my Eats. Ass. Ian always thinks, so I have a weird thing with eggs. I They have to be scrambled. I order everything. It doesn't matter if it's a Benedict. It doesn't matter I like if them scrambled it's... unless I have toast, and then they have to be over easy, but it has to be toast. I cannot eat an over easy egg on its own. It freaks me out. Oh, so one of the things his dad does a lot is he makes fried eggs. Not the same. Not the same. And it, it is always lasts. Because you know why? Because I'm a fucking adult, and if my father-in-law puts something in front of my face, I'm going to eat it. And it hurts me. I can't believe you eat it. I actually only eat the egg whites. I mean, I, I tell my mother-in-law the all the time. If she makes something that I, I'm like, get that, get it out of here. Get it. But she makes everything that I love. I mean, she she's a great cook. Yeah. I think Thazar is the one, it's his way of showing love. Yeah. And so you can't, it's a very delicate, it's a delicate You got to put it in toast and just get it mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Yeah. But like, also, I didn't need to sit down at a table and in fucking choke down mushroom dicks for me to be able to do that. It comes with time. <laughs> you know it. what I mean? A little bit at a time. So I'm just not going to like fuck my kid up overall because I just want him to eat mushrooms or anything. I tell him, this is my one rule with my kid and I think people should follow it. I make one dinner. And exactly like you said with the fucking Taco Bell eat menu, down. you can pick out the shit you don't like. But mom is making one meal. And one meal only. That's it. And I serve it to him the same way I serve it to my husband. And you either eat it or you don't. I will tell you guys this, and I mean this dead ass. My kid probably eats dinner two times a week. Yeah. That's most kids. They don't eat. They're little sociopaths. And you know fucking bothered I where do they? Where, I'm not bothered at all. Zero. I'm not seeing ribs. No one's fainting sporadically. Oh, no. None of my kids have ribs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's my thing, though. What we were talking about earlier is I said but that I that find it interesting we're in our head. that we drill sergeant children, right? We're like, you got to go to bed at this time. You got to eat this. You got to do that. Right? And then we're like, okay, so go off to college and live on your own and make Be your super own. successful. Bye. Bye. They're going to, you wonder Don't get why. anybody pregnant. You wonder why they flunk out or have meltdowns or have panic attacks because you have not prepared them. Let them start to make some decisions. 
Let them live their own life in your home with you. They're supposed to be growing with you, not under a, a fucking dictatorship. Literally. Like, I hated that when I was a kid. I felt Me like too. I never had a voice. And, and my mom would always be like, but when you get older, and I remember thinking, why do I have to get older for you to hear me? I don't yeah. understand. Why I'm does that human. make sense? I'm still human. Are you an insane person? It was all our parents during that time, and I think it was definitely a part of the way that, and there is a difference between letting your child talk and demanding respect. That's it. Me and my son, Kane, are talking about respect constantly right now. Constantly. And one of my favorite things to ask him is, like, why are you doing this? And he will say, I don't know. And one of my favorite responses is to be like, that is totally fucking okay. Yeah. But you're hurting my feelings. And that's not okay. And then he gets sad. Right. And he's like empathizing with that. I'm like, I know you don't know why you just want to fuck my day up. <laughs> Bro. Get your it. Your dad doesn't get it. You if don't, you don't get, get it. it. <laughs> Most of the men don't get it. But listen, your actions are causing me distress. genuinely look at me you're hurting me and I get the best reaction and that's obviously when I'm being like a 10 parent when I have like the patience right when I can like break it down yeah and (laughs) I've been telling him in the morning because kids just like to fuck with you when you have like 10 minutes to get them ready He'll be like, he'll be like, okay, I'll put your clothes on. No, no. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, this isn't Just the time. Shaking baby ween in my face. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> you're like, this is not the time. And I'm like, listen, you're making me mad. And this morning he goes, well, I want to be happy. <laughs> Kiki used to do this thing where she'd make me so mad. And I'd be like, I'd tell her, scram, get out of here. You're pissing me off. And she'd go, what? I'd say, scram, get out of here, beat it, I say. I don't know why I would turn into like a 50s character every time she'd make me mad. <laughs> be like the total character I would go into. And then later, she, I just, God, I, she's 15 now. I just remember when she was little. She had these bangs, it was a little mushroom cut. Mm-hmm. And she used to come, I would be on the couch and I'd be so annoyed. And she'd come and she would just get her blanket, her favorite Angry Birds blanket, and she would get on the couch and she would just, she'd look at me and she'd just fall asleep. And I was telling her the other day we were down in the kitchen talking shit. It was just so like, I'm so pumped for her to be a young adult and I'm really excited for her to be a woman. Like, I know we're just going to have fucking, we're going to tear it up. We're just going to oh, have yeah. fucking just so much fun. And uh, she said to me, um, like, I really just had fun with you when, you when I was a kid. Like, I'm so lucky that you were my stepmom. Like, Aww. you gave me shit that, like, I didn't get from anyone else and different perspective. And there's so many things that I don't think you know that, like our part and I was like no dude I t- thank you but like I get it you know yeah, I was like dude I love sure. you so much it's just it's interesting to watch them I cannot believe she's 15 which is it's just like I remember like so tiny like can't take a bath on her own like Barbie's in the tub like yeah and now she's got like double D titties and doing big shit yeah you know so it's and like you it's, know she's doing big shit no oh, she's doing big shit and that sucks so once <laughs> once a week I told you this once a week for one hour, actually, I don't even think my husband knows this. For one hour, I give her free reign. So, in that one hour, I go, okay, in this hour, I am no longer your parent. Okay? We're going to talk real, real. Like, just t- tell me all the foul language, the text messages, what the boy said, what you were thinking. I'm going to be super fucking cool about it. Okay? I'm not going to get weird. I'm going to give you some solid fucking advice. I'm going to give you advice that your own mom can't give you and your dad is just too freaked out to do. Okay? Yeah. 
Like, I'm here for you, kid. Like, just let's hear it. Give it to me. But you got to save it up. I cannot, like, it hurts my soul. You don't understand. Yeah. It's, so, it's but, a hurtful But for moment. one hour, dad can't be, like, just you and me. And so we've been doing it, like, on Saturdays. And she'll just come down and she gets real excited. And she'll be like, <laughs> so this is how she starts out. She never, co- like, I never know when it's coming. So yeah, it could be in the morning, it could be afternoon, it could be evening. And she'll come to me, but Bill's always typically gone. He's out of the house, he's sleeping something. And she'll come to me and I'll be cleaning or something, like I like most moms are always doing. And she'll go, boy, do I have some tea for you. <laughs> I'm so scared that I'm going to be so invested in the tea. Oh, I'm invested. And I'm like, well, what did she say? Yeah. And then what did you say? And then it's not even investment. It's more making sure that you don't raise a piece of shit. Cause so, totally. when, so when she hit about six years, about, no, I take that back. When she was about eight, eight years old, and she would be so mad at me because I'd be like, you will do this. You will do that. I don't give a shit. Okay. And she wouldn't understand. And I would say the same thing every time, every time she will mimic me now. I'd say my only job as one of your parents is to not raise a piece of shit. Okay. You just can't go out into this world and be a piece of shit. Literally. You can go out and do a lot of things. Be a fuck up, fucking bail out of call, do whatever the fuck you want, dude. Be happy. I've all told you that from day one. I don't care what you do. What I want you to do and what you will do are two different things. I'm never going to put my expectations on you. Life is a very tricky, weird thing. I see the backside that a lot of people don't get to see. You should be able to go out in life and do whatever you want. You should not be defined by a degree. You should not be defined by a man. You should not be defined by anything. You are smart, beautiful woman. No one gets to tell you what you do with your sexuality. No one gets to tell you what you get to do with your body. No one gets to tell you anything. You go live your best fucking life. But there are also consequences to that life. And if you choose to go and do those things, there will also be consequences. But my main job right now is to make sure that when you go out and have those consequences... You are not a utter piece of shit. You are not talking down to people, that fucking cunt of a boss we all hate, that fucking asshole in the fucking grocery store, that fucking chick fucking beeping at you and the light just turned gr- Like, I'm trying to not raise that, okay? Yeah, 100%. So, that's it. 100%. That That is really it. Everything else, though, tell me I want to know. I need to know. I honestly want to know what's going on in her life. But I also want to make sure that she is not turning out to be a piece of shit. But in order to do that, I need to know who she is. And I need to know the real conversations she's having with her friends. And I need to know exactly what is going on in her life. And I can't do that if I'm being a parent 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There has to be one hour out of the week where you tell me real conversation. Like the boy I told you, mm-hmm. you know, who, who she yeah. who she was like, we're yeah. just friends. And I said, yeah. no. Yeah. You know, he's going through a tragedy. You need yeah. to be gentle. And even when he's mean, you be gentle. Yeah. You know, that kind yeah. of shit. She could have, if I hadn't prepared her, she probably would have been a piece there of shit. There is a, a levity, and I do agree, because I'm so, I love, as much as you do too, because we've connected a lot on how we grew up and similar parenting styles yeah. that we experienced but I do believe that we are in an age of change. Like I want to hear my son's quote unquote drama, the tea, the tea, because even though we can 
I don't want to say laugh at them because it's not because we know how minimal it is in life. Right. But to them, it's big. And the one thing I really want to make sure I connect with my sons on, even if there's points where, yes, it does hurt your fucking soul. Oh. Whether you think they're just dumbasses or whether it hurts because it's growing. They're growing. They're growing. You, you kind of want to, like, time capsule them. Oh. And watching that growth so exponentially especially i feel like once they hit adolescence teenagers like it goes so fast it's gone three years she's gone it's just gone and so the biggest thing like i want to connect with my sons is i want to listen to them and i want them to feel comfortable telling me things that are uncomfortable because the biggest thing like i i watched this thing about lying and liars and we're actually majority of us actually are not born liars no. It is reactionary. That's it. And we learn to lie extremely quickly. And this is like literally two mm-hmm. plus by your reactions to your children. To your children. I mean, I know I learned I, I was never um, a liar in the sense of I like to embellish or make things up. I did not like that. I was not a natural person. Because there are people who like kind of yes, and we all know who they are. Because you're like you're like oh this you know that person you listen to their story and you're like that didn't happen that doesn't even add up. Do I? I'm a natural born storyteller. Do I exaggerate and embellish on a level where uh, timing and tones right? Yes, I play the gamut. I I mean we have a fucking podcast. Give me a break. But as far as like factual things, oh I'm I'm hard with facts. You and I are very. We are fact-driven people. It is. And so when somebody hears a story back, that there's that realness, right? You right. feel it. And so when somebody, when you're listening to a story and you're like, oh, fuck. It's like listening to a, a fucking amazing, like Bill Burr. Right. When he, he, of course he says jokes, but really he's a storyteller. He is. You feel his childhood. You feel those experiences and you know the thoughts that were running through his head and it's, it's uh, real meets real. No matter, it, no matter what. No matter what. Whether it's through the fucking Netflix special that we're all in, at home jacking off to. Right. Or whether it is like you meet somebody at a bar, you meet that new friend, whether it's a guy or a girl, and you're like, oh, gang, fucking gang, 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 gang. Like, you feel yep. me. Yep. So there's these moments in life. And then I just want my sons to feel gang, gang, I guess. I want them to be like, mom, I know you're going to hate this shit. But and I got to fucking tell you. But here I am because that's the time when they don't lie. I just don't want them to feel like they can't tell me something because dot, 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 dot. I will tell you the best. uh, Her and I have always had a unique relationship. And it is funny because obviously, obviously her, my husband lives, (laughs) we all live in the same house, but truly we have a relationship outside of my husband that he really isn't even privy to that. We have this own special relationship kind of connection yeah. Um, that we've kind of forged over the years. Very private, very special. I don't even think she shares it a lot of the times with her own mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you, Saturday was one of the first times. You know, she's 15. She just turned 15 yesterday. And it was such a uniquely bonded moment. It was... I was so proud of her and I was so, 
I thought back when she was talking and she was just like reading her little text about, you know, the bitch said, her little head was going, the hair was moving, honey, and the little hand was moving. And she was just telling, she said, and then I said, okay. And I was telling her, I was laughing and I said, okay, we have to work on your comebacks. Like, you cannot have a black step parent and just be out in these streets embarrassing me. (laughs) Okay? For real. You have got to, I have a podcast You've got to roast and toast a bitch, okay? You can't be out in these streets making me look weak, yeah. okay? She was just cracking up laughing. But when when she was talking, I remember all of the bad nights. Like, not sleeping, mm-hmm. the sleep shit, and the fucking grades, and the principal, like, just all of it. It all, like, went away. And it was like watching her transform, like, right in front of me. And I was just so proud of us, her yeah. and I, yeah. that like we got through that storm and it didn't make us hate one another. Because you always hear these parents, right? Yeah. That's the worst thing as a mom, I think, especially to a girl, is that you constantly hear, but they're like, well, wait till they hit like 15, 16, you're gonna hate, they're going to hate you and they're going to tell you they hate you and they're going to be slamming doors and they're never going to talk to you but that's the problem. and they hate you. And I'm like, no, actually, that's not what's going to happen. Because I didn't raise a piece of shit. Also, that's the, again, and I hate to full circle this, but that is, or I'd love to full circle that that's the society norm. That's it. Because what happened was, is you were sad and you thought having a baby was the next step. And then a baby depends on you up until they're 10. And then all of a sudden they're kind of like trying to figure it out. And then all of a sudden they do figure it out. And I mean, obviously they're young and it's not right. And then you're just like, what the fuck? You went from being what everything I told you you have to do to like, I don't know, becoming your own fucking person. Person? The whole idea behind being, I don't know, a human fucking being. And that's my biggest thing is like, I did not have kids to have best friends. And that's a hard pill for a lot of people to swallow. And that is it. That is what I'm realizing. Your kid cannot be your best friend. Like, they are not, my kids are my purpose, but I know that I'm meant to fill so many shoes, and I always knew I wanted to be a mother, same to always wanting to be a wife. I always wanted a life partner. It didn't define me at any given moment. Right. It definitely happened naturally and organically, and I'm so glad it, it happened when it did. Same with becoming a mother, but there's just so many other avenues. Or even the way that you think about, like, the thought that you thought when you thought when I'll be a wife, what that will look like to oh, what you are now, right? Totally. Like I am more impressed with myself now in the sense that there are ways that I stick up for myself and I go hard for myself that I would have never done. Totally. You know what I mean? Yes. I would have never and imagined. I hope a lot of you know women what I mean? feel that. I know a lot of women oh, yeah. get that. Oh, and yeah. it's like really being proud of the person that you are shaping into because you want to be a good partner and you want to be a good person. I just want my sons to see a woman who they love, who loves them. That's all I want Cameron to see. And loves herself. That's it. And I want them to be attracted selfishly. Like, of course, I want them to be empathetic and compassionate and help people. But I just don't want them to, like, give us some bitch who, like, hates herself and only finds identity in them. And then they're over here, like, on themselves, like, hopefully on the up train, right, feeling good. And then they're, like, supporting somebody, whoever they end up with, right? Like, I just want them to find their best friends, their partner. Like, I I just want you to say, my husband makes me 
crazy, but he also makes me such a better person. He's my best friend. I just right. texted him the other day, like a little sappy bitch. I was like, man, I don't want to be at work today. I really could hang out with you every could hang out. fucking day. Yes. Like, I want to hang out. And he was laughing. He's like, oh, my God, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, man, we did good. Like, I'm so excited for my kids to be babies and grow into children yep. and then teenagers and then they get the fuck out of my house. Get out of my house, I please. can't wait for it to be, But I say again, that, like, lovingly. But, like, I say Same. that lovingly. Well, it's, like, I yes. secretly, secretly, yes, I tell so Bill weird. and Keek all the time, I'm like, get, I can't wait for you to get that shit. There's, I can't wait for the homeless person to move out of this house. Yeah. My roommates are the worst. But, like, secretly, if I could just keep her forever and it's, we could just, because we would have fun. She'd be 24. Well, and that's we'd how be you having Big Prosecco. No, that's it. And we'd be that going is shot, it. Like, to wrap but this, I know I can't. To wrap this whole thing up in the societal norm is like that's how you keep your kids is because you become friends. Right. They're not born. They're your not friends. born your friends. They're born your children. They are born solely dependent on you. And then what happens in a gradual organic sense is you become friends. And then at some point, your children, if you've done it right turn back and look at you and they want to take care of you. Right. Like you cannot just wither away at your kids and then hope that they fucking And then be like, oh, excuse off me. Why are you not taking care of me? What's happening? Literally, uh, I have what's no happening? money. Oh, what's you're going married? on? Wait, why is what? your wife coming first? Hello? Why are your children coming first? Why is me? your career coming me. first? Me, 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 me. I hope until the day I am literally old and crippled and my little nini boy has to like pick me up and like put me in my walker and put pop pop by the window. Oh, you're gonna be so cute. Pop pop by the window. Your tits are gonna be so low. Oh, they're gonna be so low. Oh. And I'm gonna be Ian's like gonna be talking, talking about shit. his abs. Remember when I had oh my god, I'm gonna be talking. Remember the when I had a six pack? I can't wait till my husband. I I mean my son. I know my son's gonna say this to a woman someday in the car, right? As they pull up to the house. I know this is gonna happen. And like I hope like God gives me a zing like down my arm, and I just know like it fucking <laughs> oh, happen. He's here. But I know. <laughs> he's gonna pull up and they're gonna park and he's gonna grab her hand and he's gonna say listen my mom's a lot <laughs> <laughs> but she's good people but she's like, good she people she means the well, best she's um yes a little raw she's right. rough she's around gonna, the edges she's definitely gonna say how she feels um but she's gonna love you. I love you. So she's gonna love so, you. So hey, AP. Um, just want to get <laughs> you. You know prepared. what I mean. I want to get you prepared because that happens already. Uh, Keek had to get Luke ready because I said if you're going to be dating him, we need to meet him. Yes. I want to see him. Yes. Because what I won't be having during a fucking quarantine is motherfuckers crawling. I I need him to know when I say, hey, Luke, I think you're a great kid. Look at you. You're beautiful. I see what she sees. But I need you to also know I'll burn your fucking house, family's house down while they fucking sleep. If you ever take advantage of this girl. Right. If I ever catch you in her fucking room in the middle of the fucking night, we will chop off your fucking feet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you stole a brick of coke. Okay? Like, I need you to know that. <laughs> you don't know what a brick of coke is, but hopefully. <laughs> oh, you know. Those motherfuckers, these kids know. They know. They know all this. They give us the slang. That Drake uses in his next fucking song. Are you kidding me? That's, That's how we true. stay woke. You think Drake's fucking That's older true. ass is getting... No, it's young kids. That's true. And she goes... It's embarrassing. Heavy sigh. Okay. Um, I'll talk to him. Um, and he'll come to the house. I said, what's the problem? I said, you worried about dad? She goes, no, I'm more... Actually, more worried about you. Uh... <laughs> I feel that. You can come in pretty hot. 
sometimes. You can come in hot. And um, it's spicy. I just don't want to, you know, like. But you, you want them to know like, what they're funny. fucking with from jump. She's like, you're funny, but like. He's not used to being roasted because he's shy. Um, She goes, remember how I was when I was little? Oh, and they try to, like, pull that card. No, no. And I said, here's the deal, Keek. I'm a normal human being. I have a job, right? I have lots of friends. You've seen me have a social life. Clearly, I'm 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 a fine individual. I'm able to speak to other individuals. We'll do that. I'll speak to Luke. As long as Luke peeps game. Yeah. Then we ain't got a problem. And you know when they get it. And I said, you know whose job that is? That's your job. Yeah. And I can't wait. That's a you job, I kid. I cannot fucking That's wait a you for job. the handhold. I yeah. know he's going to hold her hand because yeah. he's going to like her and gotta get him love ready. her so much. Yeah. And he's going to love me so yeah. much. So he already has mom's back, right? Already. He just can't have her coming out the gate saying anything wild about me. So he wants to like... Right. Because I won't have that. No. We'll have he to break He won't have that. that. But he definitely is like... <sighs> Right, right. Because what if mom hates her wait. and how mom can be? He's gonna be like, Especially my dad's super wine. nice though. He'll always put that's her in chill. Uh, yeah, but she'll no, roast this is, him. This is us. Yeah, this is us. And she was a little bit nervous, and I said, "Listen, I will act. Yeah. Dad and I will be. We will actually leave you guys. You guys can chill." I said, "Cameron, I need you to know that like me hanging out with your fucking boyfriend and your friends is not my ideal of a good fucking time. I don't know how many times I'm gonna tell you that. Okay, I'm not your. I don't need to be up your fucking vagina. Like, go have fun." Okay, but what I won't have in my house is fucking, and what I won't have is hand holding, no. kissing, <laughs> uh, not sitting extra close. Oh, you know, my close sitting. There's multiple couches. There's three couches in this house. Pick one, but not one together. Okay, so I don't care. You guys just hang out. But this is going to get as awkward as you make it. <laughs> so if you get close, now we got a problem, right? I'm just if so you sad because until 18, like we gotta run that game. Like, gotta run, run that hard. game. And then after that, when he brings like. A college girl home at like twenty one, right? And she's like, and I hate her. I'm gonna hate every fucking, guy she brings home. I know his college girlfriend is gonna be dumb as shit. Or because you know why? He's gonna go and he's gonna find some fine ass girl who comes right. from fucking Arizona. Right. <laughs> she's gonna be dumb as shit, and he's gonna like run home and show dad and be like, look what I caught. Look what okay, I but here's the problem. Here's the problem, bitch. Like, so your scenario, you're the fucking, you're like, ugh. Okay, Ian's the winner. He's like fucking. Jesus Christ, like, fucking yes. Yeah. That's what I'm dealing with. So she's going to bring home some hot yeah. fucking dude yeah. who's fucking stupid, yeah. six-pack. She's going to bring home hot Ian, Ugh, and, like, he's going to be like, hey, mom, and I'm going to be like, yeah, yep. <laughs> sit on mom's lap. <laughs> Ooh, mac and cheese, pork chops. <laughs> <laughs> And when she's like, I want to break up with him. And I'm gonna be like, you're fucking stupid. You Do think not break, think it through. Don't be stupid. When are you ever going to level up like this again? This is Super Mario, bitch. You are the big Mario brother now. Yeah. You are the big one. You've it's leveled so up. I know. You're never going to get hot. Listen, I know you. I know your personality. You're never going to get hotter. Like, just get him. I know lock this him is down. weird. I just hope my boys don't bring a girl home with curly hair. I won't relate. It's gonna be hard for you. I'm just that gonna will wrap, be. Actually, be no, it won't. Here's what he's gonna bring, bring home. home: a quote unquote hiker. Nope. That actually will be easier for you. He's going to bring home you, and that is going to fuck your whole life up. Just let that soak in. Your son will bring home you: hot blonde, fucking peppy, fucking fun, straight lace girl, fucking extensions, mm-hmm. super cute nose ring, big titties, great attitude. Here's the thing: great attitude. Great attitude. That's all I need because if I'm going to have the mother of my grandbabies 
having some shit ass attitude. Gotta have a good girlfriend. You gotta be a good girlfriend. That's my thing. My mother-in-law is not my mother. She is my girlfriend. I just want to be your girlfriend. I'm not trying to be your... You're not my mom. Bitch, I don't know why they call it a mother-in-law. Like, you're not my mom. You're my girlfriend-in-law. Girlfriend? Okay? Because <laughs> I didn't get to choose you, bitch. I married into this shit. But I think you're cool as fuck. So, like, let's kick it and get drunk and like smoke you too made, many cigarettes. You made my best. You gave me what you I love. You gave me, like, literally, I look at my mother-in-law. We've gotten so much closer over the years. Like, and sometimes... I look at her and I'm like, man, it's so weird. Like, you gave me my best friend. Yeah. Period dot the end. Like, if I could fist pump your fucking vagina and be like, good looking out. Like, Literally good looking fuck. out. And you made him look like that, too. Jesus Christ. Jesus, like, what, what were the you fuck? eating? Milk? And that can't be all milk. That can't be well, all motherfuckers broccoli. lactose intolerance. So and, not. and not only was he a hottie bow body, because we've talked about it on the podcast before, you could have shit out... Ugly, you gotta fucking popped out ugly little fucking uggos. Nope. Super hot babies. How do you make a hot baby? Kane came out hot, dude. Oh. He was a hot baby. He was like striking poses and shit. Like, dude, he kept like doing that baby, over the shoulder look. Dude's at like everyone. a baby Brad Pitt, too. I'm hoping he uggos out just for a little bit because I think it's I don't really think it's character gonna happen. building. Nope. He used to do that. He used to look at me over the shoulder. Just. Yeah, he does. And he would look just stoic. Not crying, not happy, not sad. Just. Over the shoulder, a good Ooh. glance. And Kane was intense when he was a baby because he would look you in the eyes. Most babies, they know their heads all over the fucking place. Their eyes are all fucking. It's true. He would look you in the eyes. Yeah. Like, it's true. he had game as a baby. Yeah. So I know just for a fact. You up, just always. like, what's up? As we were talking earlier in the kitchen with the boys, I already know my path. Kane will, I'll be wondering about him for a long time until the day he just, like, brings home a wife. He's going to be like, Mom, this is it. He is going to do a 90-day fiancé. I'm very MTV, nervous. Yes. spring He's break. He's going to go to Spain one summer with us. He's going to ask to hang back. And never come I'm not going to really think anything of it. No, he's going to bring her home because they want to live here. Yeah. I'm sorry. He wants to be near his I know we're going through hard times in America, but, like, people still gang gang. Yeah. Dax Aru, he's gonna have, live a lot of heartbreak. He's Dax gonna is gonna be sensitive. Lot. He's gonna have a guitar. Oh yeah, with a leather strap. Very musically inclined. Yes, a lot of poetry. A lot of love. Long hair. Oh, long hair. He's gonna try. I hope he is not. gonna try to surf. He's gonna try to surf in northern Nevada. In northern, <laughs> but he will. But he will. He will be a lot of boats happening, mm-hmm. and he's going to be a very emotional. Mm. And there's one guy in particular, I won't say his name, but he is such a solid guy. I've known him for a really long time. He's born and raised here. And when I tell you not one woman has one bad thing to say about him, truly, yeah. he is dropped gorgeous, banging body, banging, just banging, just, oh my God, mm. how, why? And when Single. he works out, so nice, so sweet. Nope, has a woman, has a chick. They're expecting a little big, 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 big baby. And when I tell you he's the nicest fucking dude, I've never heard him be rude to anybody, talk shit about anyone, fucking fat shame, ugly shame, you name it. Um, I have never, but like a fun party dude, like Burning Man, fucking Coachella, like party. But like never, I've never seen him out of pocket. I've That is going to be Dax. I am telling you, he is going to be this, per- like just a good, solid human being. You know being. what I wanted to name him? Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> I think that says it all. If I'm you dead. would have named him Captain Jack Sparrow, 
you would have raised a fucking douche. Are you out of your fucking mind? Well, I wasn't but going that to. that would have been but amazing. his first name as Captain, I was going to call him Captain as a yeah. nickname. Yeah. <laughs> no, as his middle name, actually? I could have gone for that. No, because that would have made him even more shy. Jack and then when Sparrow, he met a girl. Captain Ray Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been like, Mom, also... Stop going to Burning Man. Dude, stop doing drugs. <laughs> that was rude. How about ketamine? No more, okay? The fuck? <laughs> All right, you guys, this is going to wrap up this episode of The Hate Journals. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Don't forget, we still have our masks available. Uh, yeah, I mean, they are popping off. You motherfuckers are ordering them, honey. Don't forget, if you live on the East Coast or in a different country, it takes a minute to get there. So be patient, but we love you guys. Um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Hate Journals and, of course, Twitter, Hate Journals. You know where the masks are, honey. They're on our website, thehatejournals.com. We love you guys, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.